0: The window had been busted out, and our gear, part of our gear, had been stolen. Uh, there's nowhere to play up here at all. I'm sitting there kind of by myself, like waiting for my marriage. And, and the mirrors, like they, the mirrors kind of like spin open like 90 degrees, like they kind of rotate open. And all these women in sexy lingerie can come walking out from behind the mirrors. I'm just well, going to about- throw this out there that it almost sounded like you were kind of the dark side sometimes of the scene. Just when I parted ways with monuments, and say so it was a really, really desperate time of my life.
1: At the end of it, our bass player told us, like, he just looked at us like, yeah, this is my last show. So like, basically, back to the Beast era. Dealing with this alcohol intake. We're
0: at a Christian festival and we're supposed to be a Christian band. I was like, man, this this sucks. This is not a good look. Welcome back, Darksiders, to another new episode of Dark Side of the Scene. I'm your host, Brandon. And I'm Ed. And we're back in business for this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Woo, exciting. This is our first episode that we've recorded in several months. So, everyone that's been listening, all that stuff was recorded back in June. So, all seven of you guys, we appreciate it. That's a, you know what? Seven's a lucky number.
1: Uh-huh. Yes,
0: yes, yes it is. Completely. But we're going to yeah. be uh, talking about some things here tonight that uh, fit close to home. We're going to touch base on a couple topics that involve what we're doing here on the podcast and the future of the podcast, and Ed's going to talk about some things that happened with him and his band personally we're not gonna have a guest on tonight so it's a little bit different the guest tonight will just be ed and us or ed myself i don't know why i said us i guess i have multiple personalities yes it happens anyways so what's been going on ed it's been a long time since we've done one of these it is weird
1: because to the audience you know it's a weekly episode but again they're pre-recorded what's been going on with me um well i guess the uh You remember the Pee Wee Herman show where they're like, the word of the day? Remember that? Yeah. Like, ah, well, I think like today's word of the day is accountability and why adults should, you know, follow through with accountability of their actions. And, you know, as most of of grown adults should, they should take accountability of their actions and not BS everybody. So... I'll start first by saying I'll take accountability for my actions. Like, uh, we, you know, we have a few listeners on here and, you know, I have several friends that listen to this podcast and one person in particular actually, uh, he actually had to correct me on a story I had shared on the podcast and I wanted to actually take accountability and, uh, retract what I said because it was false information and like, because I owe that person The best, you know, out of respect and kindness, like, it's one of my ex-band members, his name's Jay. And I'll say his name because he's, like, one of the nicest, intelligent people I've ever met, you know. But anyway, the story was, I'd had it wrong. I said, I don't remember which episode, I had said that uh, I, um... He was mad because he was getting replaced, but, like, basically, he told me, he's like, no, that's not why I was mad. I was mad because the other member in the band the way he was handling it like uh, he didn't give me much respect for that he just didn't give me a second thought about you know my situation and just decided hey it's like uh, he's gonna replace me for a show and I just thought that was kind of disrespectful and I'm like you're right now that I think about it yeah that's what had happened versus you know Jay didn't get mad because he was getting replaced it's just the idea of the other band member how he handled it So, out of respect for him and all listeners, you know, I wanted to retract what I said because it had been so long, but when he told me, I'm like, oh, shit. And I feel bad because he's a good, one of the nicest people ever, you know. So, I take accountability for apologizing for that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. So, so. yeah. So, if he's listening.
0: I'll just say, sometimes we say things that we think we know and ends up being not true
1: and we don't intentionally do it, but we will always own up to it. Right. And yeah, and I'll take, you know, I'll take the blame for that, for screwing that one up and, you know, retracting what I said. But then there's other examples of accountability that people don't want to face. We can uh, talk about that here in a second, because there's some other
0: accountability that I want to bring up before you jump into this one. Sure. Yeah. We'll get into the meat and taters here in a second, but... Taters! I will take some accountability for certain things, but there are certain people out there that refuse to take accountability for anything. And (laughs) some people would rather spread false information and try to personally attack what we do here at Dark Side of the Scene. We thought we had a good thing going. Others out there decided that we were racist and abusers. And whatever else that they decided to claim against us. Anyone that knows who I am, I am not an abuser. Or I am not a racist. If I was a racist, I wouldn't be having a podcast with someone who was not of the same race as me. Which, if anyone didn't know, Ed would argue, <laughs> but <Boy. laughs> Like you and I are not the same race, but right. I'm pretty. Uh, I'm pretty Mexican. Last I looked, but um. You and I are a couple of, uh, white honky racist out here, beating
1: women and everything I mean, else. Yeah. No, my, my wife's got a restraining order on me, even though she's in the next room right now. Sure. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we do here. At dark side of the scene. That's the dark side of what we do behind the scenes. And our whole group of people that run this podcast for us do nothing but scrub our social medias and everything else to make it all hunky dory. I was like, really? Mm. That's a. Uh, That's what we do here. I didn't even realize we had a staff, but that's cool. But we're talking about that particular person, right? The same one. Yeah. I think we brought it up earlier on a different episode, but for some reason, I wanted to bring that up again, because for whatever reason, I think that is an impact at this podcast, because for some reason, right after that episode aired and right after we started getting all the hate from these random people about all that crap, the podcast itself started taking a nose die. We were doing good and strong and steady. And then everything just tanked right after that. So I don't know if we got canceled from cancel culture and only the few people that we've interviewed continue to listen to these episodes or did everyone just drop off listening to a podcast about a dying scene because they don't care about the scene dying. So why they care about us? And right now we're a podcast dying, just like the scene it is. But anyways, there has been some other instances going on behind the scenes that I've received lately and... We're not going to name names or point fingers or anything out there, but we know who the people are. They know who they are, and they want to talk about getting people involved of a lawyer because of the remarks that were made by a guest. Not even knowing the correct person who actually said something, and there wasn't even anything negative into the sense of naming anyone negative. But you want to threaten to get a lawyer Continue to make our numbers go up by scrubbing every episode that we have out there. Thank you for that. All you're going to do is help continue the podcast by spreading negative information about us. So everyone that goes out there and talks a bunch of crap about what we do on this podcast, you're throwing the name out there for people to check it out. So all you're really doing is feeding more people a line to us. So I don't know what right. you think you're doing wrong or what we're doing wrong, but you're literally just trying to destroy us by giving us more exposure. So that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, but thanks for that. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, we haven't really heard much of anything positive about what we've been doing. We've heard from a few people that have been on the show they want to come on the show and we've had a couple different people reach out. They want to get on some new episodes, which. The new episodes will be coming. We're not going to stop the podcast. We are going to go on a short break. We'll start back up in 2024. So this will be the last episode of season one of Dark Side of the Scene. So that tonight, you guys are listening to the last episode for a while. So I hope you guys enjoy this. But we're going to change a little bit up of what we do in season two. We're not sure yet, but (laughs) we may do some live streaming. Every episode will be live interviews, and then you guys can communicate with us in the chats, laugh at our ugly faces, yeah. whatever it is you guys are interested in, we'll talk about it. We can ask the guests some questions. You guys can write in some questions. If the questions are ridiculous, we're probably not going to ask those questions, especially if they're offensive, because yeah. apparently that's the... That's all our fan base is, remember? Our abusers, racist, and all sorts of things like that. Last year, All seven of them. Uh But yeah, that's, that's stuff on the horizon. But we're going to go back to talking to Ed now, because Ed has some things on his horizon that is basically going to be taking the rest of this episode. Now, this episode's not going to be a long one like they usually are. It's going to be a short and sweet one just
1: to the point, so. Woo! Ed, welcome to the show. Well, hi. It's great to be here for the first time ever. Yes. Uh, So, man, I really wanted to, like, add some keynotes to the last thing you said, though. About, like, like, being, like, you know, lawyers and attorneys, like, because they directed one of those comments at me. But, like, technically, and in past episodes, I have never said, a false thing about a certain establishment ever. In fact, I've been there twice because for me, you know, you hear things and for other people say things, but to me, basically the, the, you know, the golden rule, the bottom line is you're not going to believe anything unless you actually experience anything for yourself. That's how it is. Like you could hear rumors, and everybody making all these claims, blah, blah, blah. But i I'm just the opposite. I'm just like, I want to find everything out for myself. And then I, you know what I mean? Like, so for somebody to assume I said something terrible about a certain establishment, it was wrong. I think it's false because I never thought that. Now, certain individuals express their feelings on this show. That is my fault. That is freedom of speech. Correct. I can't say like, oh, don't say that. You know, like, you know, I'm not as we're not children here. Okay. So I'm not going to tell a grown ass person that like, oh, don't say that on here. You know what I mean? Like we give everyone a warning not to name drop
0: people or places or discriminate. And if someone happened to mention a name of a place, even what was said, it doesn't specify where this place was because The name is not a very uncommon name for any type of establishment. I mean, it was pretty generic in the first place. Eat at Joe's. Yeah. (laughs) And if you're going to go eat at Joe's, well, which Joe's? There's like fucking 18 million of them. So in the context of that, just because someone said that people involved with an establishment of Joe's is not a great place, that's really not our fault. And it it doesn't specify which place in general that it was because there's certain Joes all over the place. But in that light, if that is a reason to have lawyers, I mean, maybe this is me being me with a conspiracy hat over here. But if you're that creeped out by some things that a random person says on a show that hardly anyone's listening to, then maybe you're guilty.
1: Or maybe you're not. I don't know. I never said, I never said it either. Exactly. But, that,
0: that's the thing. Okay. No one said anything about anything. Right. But if you're worried about what someone supposedly says about rumors and what, if you're worried about the rumors, why are you so worried about the rumors? You know, I'm, I'm like, I said, I don't,
1: I don't know one way or the other. I don't care one way or the other. I I don't either. That's why i have said I like to find out for myself about things versus what I hear. I mean, this is the internet. Anybody could say, well, like, just like, the one person calling us racist white beaters like not that that affected the whole listening thing because really you you and i would have heard of, like the only thing was, we were, yeah
0: hmm? the only thing we really heard that back was people supporting us and laughing at the guy for being stupid
1: yeah yeah like i don't really do were you guys really this way but, you know i never you know but going back on what i said about eat at joe's like well it's kind of weird that suddenly our little shitty seven viewer <laughs> podcast was suddenly in somebody's light unless somebody actually said as i don't as almost a cancer culture move oh man there's these people on this show that we're talking about about your establishment man you should check it out like are you just like placating the situation that person because again and this is me just being cynical and saying well You're only listening because certain people on this podcast you don't like very much. And you're just basically like, what do you call that kind of person? Like A creep? Eavesdropping in. A creep. And if that's what it is, like, again, I invited a certain individual to come out here and talk about stuff. But whatever, you know. This show isn't like... A big deal to me I just like talking to people from like around the country in the world and you know like it, it I don't know where I'm going with this but I'm just saying I don't understand so some people want, want to do
0: it. nothing but watch everyone else suffer because they're sufferable themselves If that makes any sense like they sure. are insufferable so like everyone, everyone is it is they want everyone else to be as miserable as they are I guess and that is the lesson of the day, folks. If you're Accountability. <laughs> accountability. And if you're a shitty person, you typically rub that off on everyone else and you try and make everyone else be shitty people too. Well, I've... I'm not a shitty person. Ed's not a shitty person. You're probably talking to two of the most open and honest people on here. Like when we do this stuff, like everyone knows me. They're like, said I'm an asshole just because I'm honest like I don't
1: I don't sugarcoat things for you but but is that really an asshole is that that's just like that's almost like I have superpower because a lot of people are are afraid to you know like say what they mean
0: <laughs> I think it's better to be honest than just make up some crap and say uh something that isn't true I
1: think that's my problem too then like because I say what I want when need when need be that like it rubs people wrong. Uh, I don't know. I feel I feel like society's conditioned to like, kind of like you you're supposed to hear what you want to hear versus, you know, the opposite way. They I don't
0: want to hear accountability. They yeah. don't want to be responsible for their own actions. They don't want to hear the negativity that could come from something that they asked. All they want is someone to pat them on the back and say, "Great job, you guys are awesome." Yeah. The moment someone has something, critiquing or could be looked at as a self improvement, well, fuck that. That guy's an asshole.
1: <laughs> hey, man. Like, I guess going to the next story, I kind of wish that I'd hear more people ask making asshole um suggestions because that would have helped a lot, you know.
0: So, yeah, I know uh, there's been some big changes going on involved with your band, so. I'm sure the seven listeners out there that are basically <laughs> your friends—they are uh, dying to know all the right, juicy, ju- juicy, juicy details of the unfolding of what was going on. So, well, remember, remember, folks: there's always three sides to a story. Three sides. There's your side. There's their side. There's the truth. And then, actually, I guess there's more than three
1: because then you have everyone else's truth because they make shit up because they have no idea. Yeah, those are that's a good time. So, I guess I'll start. So, um, recently we had to let our singer go. I mean, we fired him. (laughs) Like, you know, no, no uh, easy way to say that. And and it wasn't just like my decision. You know, it was a group decision. Had the rest had said, like, you know, had they interjected more, then, you know, it would have been one of those, like, well, let's see if we could work this out, blah, blah, blah. But it was a unanimous decision. Nobody was turning. Nobody was, like, holding anybody's hand back, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, twisting their arm. And, you know, me being the most vocal one in the band, I had a, put the hammer down <laughs> which you know that's not a fun thing to do ever you know as far as I know that me, individuals me G- and the guy that has to be the bearer of bad news is never fun because you're always the asshole right and i you know and i told everybody and if many people have listened to this podcast in future episodes i never want to be in this position for that but i realized that like early on that certain individuals wouldn't take accountability to run a band and i was used to doing it in my previous band like a lot of the things other things i i stepped up you have to it's gonna be work it's always gonna be work if you want your band at least get some kind of notoriety or any sort even we're not talking about record deals but you know any kind of thing make yourself anywhere on this on the spectrum you got to work put the work in that's just how it is like PR sucks but if you got the gift of gab then or if you're good with people then it shouldn't be too hard and I guess I'm pretty decent but so what had happened I don't know how much details I need to reveal it doesn't matter maybe it does I mean for the listeners who have always been faced with a situation or had to fire somebody yeah it sucks and usually there's good reason to do so I mean it's not like none of us didn't like the guy personally Okay. So it's not like, you know but you know, the main things and I've you know, I hear it all the time on this podcast from other guests, like if you can't balance the whole family thing or your personal life, like you should not be in a band. It's it's that simple and like it just seemed like it was becoming a lot more apparent with this individual that he wasn't making time for it. And it was kind of you know, like well, like, you know, like the, uh, we'd got a new member and he'd worked with the, you know, him, I should say, they used to work together back in the day. And once this new member noticed, he didn't see much of a change in his behavior. And he just kind of kept, I'm not gonna say he kept complaining to me about it, but obviously he was not very good at expressing to the other individual, how he felt about it again, accountability. So I had to keep being like the middle guy and be like, Hey man, what's going on here? Like, can we, can we have a high, you know, have a happy compromise here? But like, in a way, like this kind of behavior had been going on a while anyway. But then it made me think like, at one point, you know, we've been in this band for a bit. So at one point, does is a, can a band be like serious or should you take your band serious? Or it's almost like a hobby. It's like, Oh, because, you know, I, I I would say I was guilty of, like, if I had overtime, I'd be like, no, guys, I can't come. I need this overtime. You know? But part of me was, like, a couple individuals didn't take this band as serious as they should. And it's like, well, if they're not going to fucking take it serious, I'm just going to work, you know? Like, and, it's, and I feel like we loosely got too comfortable doing that sometimes. And, like, I don't, I mean, am I, am I guilty for doing that probably, but only because they didn't care, you know, it's like enough, if that makes sense. I feel like I was putting in some work here and then, you know, a couple of them were not doing what they should. So part of me was like, well, fuck it. You know, I don't want to like waste my time, but I still came to practice. It didn't matter. Like when we had to work on something, we had to. But, I don't know. Does this make sense? Like, at one point, does a band become pretty serious that you should consider taking it more serious? I mean, it's not like I'm making any not, None of us are making money. You know, it's not It's
0: like- still a hobby that you're devoting time and energy to. And if no one else is involved in it, it becomes frustrating. Especially if there's one person that's not pulling their weight. Right. And... If that person is notorious for doing it and it's went on forever, that person themselves probably don't even realize it's a big deal because it's been
1: going on for so long and no one's ever said anything about it. And yeah, that's kind of pretty much how it was going up until a recent, recent individual joined it to basically brought it up. It's like, I, it's like I knew, hello, my thing blinked. You hear me, right? Yeah. Okay. Good. And that individual had pointed that out. And it's like, it's almost like you knew that we knew the problem, but like, did we really care enough to take this serious to take care of it? But then, like, slowly I was just like, well, maybe it'll change. Maybe it won't. I don't know. Again, like, I, after talking to so many like singers on here, all these band members, these wonderful people that will just like bend over backwards for their band, especially like a lot of vocalists, like, it kind of made me jealous. Like, holy crap, these these guys are pretty serious, but yet they balance it. Like it it works for some people. Like, I mean, I guess some people got a lot more motivation to do so. And I'm, like I said, I was really jealous of some of those vocalists we talked to. They were able to do a lot more for their band than like probably I could ever do, you know. <laughs> so that was like kind of was like a turning point where I'm like oh boy you know
0: <laughs> so i managed to have a family and manage a band book all right. the shows get all the merch do all that stuff if someone
1: really wants to do it they can make it work right so at this at, at the it kind of reached the point where we just kind of sat down and said like i don't know if this is really going to work with the individual anymore and the signs were there. Again, everybody brought up their own kind of gripe with the matter. So, again, having to be the one to say it. So, it it happened, and that individual's not happy with any of us. <laughs> Which is expected. You know, I felt bad. I did. Like, it's not like I hated the guy that I won't, but. And, and, you know, and the, the person that had the real gripe with it, he actually told him like that was a problem, but he didn't, he, he I should just say he, he, he said that that bothered me and he told the individual this, but I don't think that mattered. Like, I don't, you know, people are set in their ways. It's just stubbornness. And if it's not stubbornness, then like, again, the individual had had no more time for this. So, you know, like I said, we, Collectively did it and that was it. And yeah, I didn't feel too good. I felt bad about it all. And I mean, because like that's basically your friend. That's a friend. And then once that goes down, either it'll mend later or won't. I don't know. Probably not. I don't know. I haven't talked to him since. <laughs> most most likely it doesn't ever mend well.
0: And, right. And yeah, anyone that uh, has ever followed. Metallica and Megadeth, I mean <laughs> not that you guys are Metallica and Megadeth, but at the same time like literally Dave Mustaine has never moved on
1: but that's also accountability what were you doing in the band that was wrong and like at last I knew that person didn't understand why we did it so again accountability, it's like all the little things you know All well, the people little also things. have a support
0: system that literally isn't the type of support that helps, if that makes any sense. Literally, you surround yourself with people that won't actually tell you the truth, and they're going to justify all the bad things that happened. Not to throw my own spin on your own circumstances, but we used to have a guitar player in a different band before, and... He was a great dude. I really liked the dude. Still liked the guy. Right. And he just wasn't as good as he needed to be. <laughs> and it sucked because I had to be the bearer of bad news. And I didn't want to be. And we've never really been friends after that. And then everyone that used to really like the band because he was in the band, hates the band, did nothing but talk crap about the band, how terrible the band was. Well, literally, you were buying all the stuff from the band just two weeks ago. But now that he's not in the band, we're awful. Yeah, he didn't write any of the music for the band in the first place that you guys really loved. Damn. That's hardcore. So it's like people that claim that they're fans of the music, are they fans of the music or are they just your friends? And that's the problem I think a lot of people have when they're in these bands is they don't actually understand if you're making music for your friends and your supporters, they're not the type of supporters that you're needing because they're only going to feed you the line of crap that you want to hear. They're not going to be honest about it. Right. And they're just going to cover up your accountability issues. They're going to tell you that, oh, they're the bad guys, they're the bad guys, they're the bad guys, and you're never going to look and consider that you were actually in the wrong.
1: Funny enough, we haven't, Had so much backlash so far. I mean, everybody's been pretty supportive as far as what we did. So, um, I don't know if there's any more key points about this whole situation. I mean, it is what it is. Like, (laughs) you know, the dark, you know, it's, it's my own dark side, you know, like I had to let our singer go, you know, so. (laughs)
0: Now, we don't name names, obviously, and I doubt he's ever listened to an episode anyways. But if he does, you're more than welcome to come on here and talk with us. And if you don't want to talk to Ed because you hold grudge against Ed for Ed uh, having to be the bearer of bad news because he's the one that took the accountability and the initiative to let you know, and you can talk <laughs> with me. It'll be a another one of those Brandon centric episodes of No Ed because he's busy gardening or whatever it was you're doing that day and you couldn't do an episode.
1: <laughs> Pulling some roots. I don't remember what you were doing that day, but I ended up having that one interview. I was uh I was digging up I was digging up fucking weeds and roots. <laughs> <laughs> Got the cops called on me because my friend uh accidentally didn't deactivate his door alarm. awesome right awesome yeah good times good times good times so yeah again just just it it this happens to a lot of people it's not fun (laughs) i mean i don't know any more high points about this but like so then you know that put us in a situation where you know we were kind of like okay now we got to find a new vocalist so what's gonna happen now so at first you know this is this, this was kind of a trip trip because you know we had like kind of people in 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 mind but there's not a lot of people around this area for you know singers vocalists whatever and like if people have heard our crappy music like we have singing and we have like you know the screamo stuff whatever rally so it's like not easy to find that kind of vocals at all. So, you know, the one person in my band suggested we put an ad out, but you know what? I go, you know, when's the last? I was like, when's the last time you put an ad out? Have you done that? That's not fun. And he's like, but well, we put one out to get this thing to be fired. That's the last time we put an ad out. I'm like, well, things have changed now. It's just like Facebook marketplace flaky people. It, it sucks. I don't want so-and-so to think, oh, I want to join. And then you clearly, clearly, like if it's somebody you know, you clearly don't think automatically they're a part of, you know, they're going to fit in with us. And that individual (laughs) suggested a few other people that would not fit. I'm like, do you even know the music? Like, (laughs) like (laughs) why? Like, like that's not our guy. I don't know why you would think that guy would be in this. So, and then he got, he got kind of pissed off. He's not gonna hear. It. He got kind of pissed off at me because I was basically like shutting down his ideas. What's wrong? With like, got I got stabbed though. You could have rode that way. There was a, there was one guy he suggested that sounded like that, kind of like that, kind of like radio rock. I'm like butt rock. Why would you think that guy would be in this band? Like, like if that's the kind of band you want. To be in, you should probably be in that kind of band because that's not what I'm looking for here at all. You're in your 40s, so, Ed. It's time
0: to sell out, start making butt rocks, so you can start making that money left and right because it's not in metal.
1: No. But like we actually had a I actually had a a tiff with that guy. He got pretty mad at me because again. But then he wanted to put an ad out. He's like, what if we get a professional person it's just looking? I'm like, you really think a professional person has time for this? No like that's not how it works like we're not anything big enough for professional leave his professional band like unless and it'd be a million sh- one shot where we get a professional guy who doesn't want to be in a professional band more but still wants to gig and then there's those kind of cases but not where we live <laughs> yeah this so we ended wanted, up uh hmm?
0: i was gonna highlight something You said you had a little tiff with the other guy that was suggesting this thing, one of the band members. Yeah. Do you want to explain how it was resolved and who gave you the advice for the resolve? (laughs) The AI overlord.
1: The AI overload. (laughs) Told me, listen to that. Certain persons, they have feelings and they want their opinions taken. And I'm like... And I'm not even like... I jokingly said, like, I'm in charge of the band, blah, blah, blah. But like... I could be honest, I don't think the rest would want to do it. And I don't think that individual should be allowed to do it. I mean, I'm not talking bad about anybody, but some people don't have the temperament, patience for it. And I didn't want, you know, and I keep saying I didn't want this responsibility at all. I hate it. But like, you know, I think everybody gets too comfortable that they kind of forget how to like promote and all that other shit. I'm not saying they don't do it, but you know. You're always kind of... Sometimes, once in a while, you might want to reach out ahead of time. Like, like next year, maybe I should start reaching out for shows. Even though I think of, like, January and February is disgusting. Anyway, off topic. But, like... So, we ended up finding an, an individual whose name's Josh. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. It's like, Seaner, Signer, Sheener. But, anyway, he hit up the band page and was, like, kind of interested in trying out. And I just... I just personally messaged him, started talking to him. He was in the area. He already knew people. He had not been in the scene in a long time, which was a concern. But at the same time, you know, like, I would think, well, if you haven't been in the scene for a while, maybe you're not going to be tainted. You know, it's, you may, well, in my opinion, it's like the underdog thing. I figured this person may actually take, not take his band for granted, you know, so. We tried him out. Another individual, or I'm not naming his name, but he's cool too. We had a third guy lined up, but he never showed up like he said he would. But that happens. <laughs> We're gonna say that typically <laughs> happens. Yeah. So and that's fine. Whatever. You know, I, I have no animosity towards that guy. At least he kind of showed interest. But yeah, sh- you know, jo- Josh seemed to showed more interest for us by just kind of coming around and he actually came to our, we had to play a show without a singer and like, everybody thought it was great. Like, like you guys sound good without a singer. That's crazy. I'm like, that's weird too. Like, you should be an instrumental band. I'm like, no, that's, that's boring as fuck. I'm not going to do that. But we ended up playing a show because we owed somebody actually, Corey, who has been on the show. We owed him a, we owed him a performance. We, he didn't want us to cancel. So we just, you know, devoted our time to play an instrumental set for them. It, are you, it's are like you not clinking change? Oh, you could hear that? Yeah. Guitar picks. Sorry, oh. I'm, I'm like fidgety. That's loud. Anyway, I use loud guitar picks. That when you drop them, they sound like coins. Anyway, so <laughs> I'll stop that. We did the show. It turned out pretty good. And actually, like, Josh and his wife showed up because he wanted to check out our band. I mean, he cared enough to, like, drive all the way out there and, like, you know, check us out. And he's like, man, guys are good. And it's just being instrumental. I'm like, don't say that. So he ended up coming out. We tried him out. And he had a good attitude. He has a good attitude. Nice guy. He likes crack jokes. Like, it's the most important thing to find people that you click with and get along with and who aren't afraid to, like, take some criticism because again, like you're going to find out a lot of adults or band members don't like criticism at all. Like if I'm sucking somewhere, please tell me, but I am different. I guess. I mean, some people are like myself, but then you'll find somebody who doesn't want to hear you talk about their, what they're doing. They get upset. They get butt hurt. Like they get really defensive. They take, take a personal. It's like, you know, if you care about your band enough, you're gonna change enough <laughs> to make it better. Not because they personally want to attack you. I I find that with a lot of individuals, they they're very stubborn about being told criticism, and it, it could be the way people deliver it. But I don't know. Sometimes it's not easy to say, "Hey, man, <laughs> stop doing that." <laughs> they're like, "Why?" But. So we we announced him this past Friday, this airing tomorrow, right? Correct. As soon as we're done recording here, I'm going to put it all together and I'm going to post oh. it up. Yeah, we announced him Friday. Um, it's the, the it's been positive. A lot of people are like really excited about it. So like, I think we did pretty good. I have uh, a question about him though.
0: Sure. Was he wearing black sleeves, or is that his actual tattoos? That's his actual
1: tattoos. He's, he got them all. He, he recently got, like, more work. He's getting all everything covered. It's crazy. He's a tattoo freak.
0: <laughs> I, saying, I, I seen black, solid black arms, and then, like, little bits here and there. I was like, did he completely cover his arms in just black? It reminds me of the well, dude no, from uh, Rage Against the
1: Machine. They, I think, if I remember correctly, they there were things there, and then he ended up getting them blacked out. Wow. He's he's he's, show, he's showing us his, like, whole... This whole tattoo goal. I guess he he likes tattoos. I told him he's a fucking sitter. He's probably listening to this. He's a fucking sitter. But yeah, took a couple glabber shots of him. It was kind of funny how he did that. But like, his first show with us is in November. So he's actually coming over tomorrow. So, well, that's another thing. Like, you know, you say what you want, but being a vocalist isn't fun. And if you got songs that the previous guy had, that aren't recorded well usually they'll they'll either be cool about everything or not and usually they'll take their material for themselves and that's fine too i mean it's not like it's a legal thing you know if they want to take their material for songs that are unrecorded that by any by all means but then you're left with the situation of having to come up with new vocals and lyrics for certain songs so again If everybody thinks of being a vocalist is fun, you got another thing coming. It's not fun. And like, you know, I told him at any point, let me know and I can help you. And so he came over the one day and we were kind of going through a song, coming up with lyrics. So we had lyrics and we were just trying to find patterns. So to me, like, I don't mind that. That's, again, part of the band. It's not, it's it's criticism. It's constructive criticism. It's trying to get the band to do what the band needs to do and for him to be open-minded about trying it that's great too you know so it's not fun but it's not fun to be a vocalist like guitar guitar is different you know the song's written just play this but for a new vocalist to come in and like have to think of you know new creative means on songs that he's never heard like well it's a lot of work so i'm not sure i went with this but like we got we got a lot of work ahead of us but like i think and it's good, you know, he, he comes over and he listens to music when we play it and tries to take some ideas, you know, John, I'm down on his phone and then he'll, like, record us with his phone. And So, you know, it, he he doesn't screw around, basically, and that's He's the whole point. He's putting in the effort. He's putting in the effort like because he wants to be there. He wants to be there, like. So I guess in a nutshell, that's basically what happened to us and, like, you know, uh, we're glad we got a Josh and hope Josh stays. <laughs> we all hope it works out for you. Right. I mean, again, it was not fun. It was mentally draining when it, all that shit went down. To be honest, like I was pretty sad about it. I'm going you to, know. uh, say something. Cause I know I won't name drop
0: them, but a couple people, and I'm pretty sure they listened. I know one of them we've actually talked to on here, mm. but they reached out to me at about, uh, throwing some vocals on some of their stuff they've got sitting around and I am probably not the person to throw down vocals on anybody's stuff because I just don't ever have time and I feel like I do I feel like I don't but like between family life and doing the two podcasts and everything else and I've really just I've lost the desire to want to do this stuff Uh, but Someone sent me some stuff the other day and it's really, really good. And I really would like to do it, but I've been trying to listen to it. I've been getting some ideas like, man, I just, I don't know if I'm have the time and devotion anymore to like sit down and try and do this by myself. It's not fun to, for a vocalist to sit in a basement when their family's around and try and scream into a microphone. It's awkward. (laughs) Right. So it's like, I don't have free time to do that. I've always got people around. So how am I supposed to be down here? Here are my dogs upstairs and then my kids upstairs and everything else are starting to bark or starting to scream and cry because dad's down in the basement murdering somebody. Like, <laughs>
1: that's but like the right yeah. So but the writing's on the wall there. You could see yourself not being having time to do this versus bullshitting. Yeah. I mean, no. You're taking accountability no. for what you can not do.
0: And I've already been upfront about. It. I was like, "Man, I'll, I'll look into it. I'll, I'd love to do it. I'd love to help out, but I don't know when I'll be able to do this." So, right? I think it'd be different if it was an actual band where we got together and did stuff because I'd make more time and I'd be more enthusiastic about it. But if right. it's because I'm literally just doing it by myself, I don't have that desire. If that makes any sense, like, right? No, it's it's not fun in the sense of going out and playing shows and everything else. To me, it's like, oh, I'm gonna throw some of my subpar vocals on a song for someone else that could probably get someone a lot better. <laughs> but that's just that, that that's just me. I'm always a Debbie Downer, I guess.
1: Well, I mean, part of it is like chemistry and like actually jamming with people. Like you can't you don't get the same feeling when you're doing that in your basement. When you actually get with, like, humans with noise and loudness, it's like, you feel something. <laughs> yeah. So. I've had, like, I mean, four or five people in the last year messaged
0: me about, hey, man, I got some tracks. You just want to throw down some vocals. I was like, I mean, that's not really what I'm looking to do. I'd rather do a band than just contribute vocals here and there.
1: <laughs> no, I, I get that. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's just all about jamming with people and having a good time because like at the end of the day it's supposed to be fun it really is but when it becomes work and a fucking hassle which sometimes you know in the past I feel like when I was saying about I didn't want to go to band practice and just did like work a lot over time because it wasn't fun to me it was just like I mean, we're going to screw around or actually do something because you know I'm not going to quit now, honestly, like, no, I say that there have been a few times where I was tempted to quit and play like bass for another band because <laughs> those other, I'll say those other individuals are not as motivated as they should have been. It's just like, it have been fun just to play bass in a band, and not worry about it. I was tempted to quit. I mean, I'll admit that. I mean, you got, if you can't waste other people's time, that's all it's when it comes down to it. Don't waste people's time. Because you're just wasting time and that's not fun and then the fun gets lost and the band is not really fun anymore. and it's like, you know. I would hate. Yeah. When there's other people involved
0: and they devote their time and they devote their energy and especially people that are our ages where we're not young kids that don't have freedoms anymore. We all have jobs. We have families and all sorts of shit. When you have a set time to be there and you don't show up and when you do show up you half-ass and you don't want to be there, it literally brings it down for everybody else. And sometimes you just got to get rid of the dead weight. And I've said that about everything
1: I've ever done. It sucks, but it's part of it. Yeah, it, it does suck to when you see that problem, but it's like, you kind of want to wish it away or wish things would get better but like you can't wish and shit in one hand or how they sit <laughs> it's like, you can't wish
0: in one hand and shit in the other See
1: it right. fills up quicker yeah and like I feel like and when I, and I say it all the time man I tell people like grown ups are fucking stubborn dude I hope to god I I'm older but I just hope I don't get that bad when I get even older, because adults are stubborn. They don't want to, again, take accountability or they're just, they're just stuck in their ways. And it's just, I don't understand why people are that way. Like, it's, it's just annoying as fuck. But that's, that's just, and since the dawn of mankind, I guess, it's just, yeah. ugh. <laughs> well, so I, yeah. Mm. That's, uh, I, I do want to add, like, some of the again some of the guests on here that have been really cool and like hearing their stories especially again back to the vocalists that like do a lot for their band like that's fucking admirable like that's like i guess like i said earlier i was really jealous about hearing those kind of things like damn like it's all i've ever asked for out of somebody you know like and if what? you're not and if you're not going to do it don't look for the glory of it like you know we have a certain member of our band who does not care about the glory who hates social media but he's such a damn fine kind individual that it's cool his place in the band and like that's okay if you don't want it you know i told him if you don't want your hand in that kind of pot that is fine he doesn't brag he doesn't boast he's a great he's a great drummer but you know like that that's the kind of thing I'm I'm talking about. If you're not gonna want the glory and stuff, or if you want the glory, whatever, do the work. You know? Like
0: I wanna get a pointer to your sure. vocalist and other vocalists out there. Don't be the stereotype. Fucking help carry gear. That seems <laughs> yeah. to be the one thing that a lot of people always bitch about vocalists when it's time to load up or unload, they're
1: There's ever around. So many memes about it. Like, I always help with shit. I know because so the sooner the the sooner the better. The sooner the better, you go home. Or the sooner the better, you can watch the other bands play. Whatever, you know. And then you can go like, you know, um, what do you call it? Social networking. As soon as you're done with your band, you can go social network. But don't do it prior because then that makes you look like the stereotype. Oh, hey, man, I'm the vocalist. Well, my band's like packing up and loading. I'm going to talk to you. Like, no, people... Sometimes
0: don't. vocalists have to go over to the merch table. I'm guilty
1: of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean no, I mean, no, no. That's because, yeah, and that's fine. That that's fine. If you but that's the control you have. And sometimes you have to do that real quick. And that's that's a, that's a different case. But like I'm talking about, like if they don't, that's not their responsibility. But no. Yeah. Don't be the don't be the meme. Stop being the meme.
0: Well, I didn't want this one to be too long, so like, we can wrap this up. But again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to remind everyone that this isn't the end of the dark side of the scene. We're just going on a short break. We do have a few interviews lined up. The process of how we're doing things from now on is going to change. I think we decided there are going to be Wednesday nights. Is that correct? I believe Wednesday uh, nights will be the only night we do an interview. We're not going to do like four or five interviews a week like we were doing before. So we had so many episodes ahead. We're going to do one interview a week on Wednesdays. And the discussion is we're going to do those live. The episode will still air on Mondays like this one will too. But the live episode will be live streamed, I believe, it is either Tuesday or Wednesday nights. I think it's Wednesdays, but I have to check.
1: Where will, where will it be live streamed at?
0: They will be live streamed on our YouTube and I believe on Facebook. I think I can multi-stream. We have That's a few... We have a few months to figure this out.
1: And they get a makeup kit.
0: (laughs) So that means we'll be talking to you live. We're going to have to make us sure that our backgrounds don't look stupid. Make sure that we don't look stupid, even though there's no help for that. And
1: will people like
0: chime in also? Will there be a chat? I hope so. That is the plan is there's going to be a live chat. I've been hopping on this other podcast that they do. And they do live streaming on Monday nights. And i popped on two episodes, like randomly. Someone asked me if I wanted to hop on there and talk about some stuff from the other podcast. So I hopped on there. And this yeah. past Monday, I popped on there. And then I realized real quickly, I should have not have been reading the comments and the live chats on YouTube because those motherfuckers are ruthless. And <laughs> it's like the goddamn Wild West. So I'm <laughs> thinking that is the route I would like to go. And it might help the podcast a little bit more because it's more interactive. It's not, we record episodes in June and they air in the end of October. Yeah. Like there's no connection with anyone. It's like we've lost touch. We've lost base because we did so much at first, which was cool. I enjoyed having all that stuff to do, but at the same time it became very taxing. Kind of got burnt out after like a couple weeks of nonstop, two to three, four interviews a week. But now that we went on break, since we've been on basically, you and I have been on hiatus from recording these episodes for about three months now. And we're going to be on break again here for another couple months. But like I said, sometime, and I believe it should be January, right, is when we'll start up doing these live episodes. I believe we have some of the interviews were scheduled for December. But I'm thinking I might switch them up until January. I'll reach out to those guests and say, I'd rather we do these in January. That way we can start fresh. We'll have all this stuff figured out. Gives us two months to get everything prepared. Hmm. So anyone listening, we don't have hardly any subscribers on YouTube. If you would like to participate in these live chats. I really suggest you go find the Dark Side of the Scene YouTube page and subscribe. And then I believe it'll also be on Facebook so if you're on our Facebook it'll be streaming on there as well. A lot of people are iffy on streaming on Facebook and talking to people because then they know who you really are so you can't get on there and talk shit to us because we we'll you know who you're, who's doing it and we know who the haters are. Do they like Faygo? I don't know go and Kung Fu blows, maybe. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> I don't think we have haters from the Juggalo side. I'd actually like to interview some ICP. I think they'd be a good time to talk to. I'm sure they have some interesting stories to share.
1: Right. About Just people everybody does. human feces at them. That's a, we're, we're, we're an equal opportunity podcast, clearly. Yeah, we don't give a shit who you are or what you've done. Right. I mean,
0: if you're out there promoting hate and violence and everything else, that's usually most death metal bands anyway, but that's not really true in the sense of... Right. So, yeah. We don't promote abuse. We don't promote racism. We don't promote any of that stuff. We're not uh, what our review that we can't remove says. (laughs) I don't think... I don't think that that dude. It, it, it didn't was, matter. It's just, just frustrating. But hey, I hope he has a speedy recovery after he got ran over by that car. Godspeed, sir. Godspeed.
1: Yeah, that that was weird. We like he got splattered like a fucking bug. Well, I mean, I mean that we should invite that individual one, but like who posts themselves after getting hit by a car like actual selfies? That's fucking weird. I don't know. He's probably on some sort of meth or something, and he was uh, on some uh, god tier powers, so the car he just bounced off of it. That's that's a little. There's something wrong with somebody who gets hit by a car and then immediately starts posting selfies about it. <laughs> like you should probably be checking. Like He'd probably in the hospital. Your, well, no, I think he did it after. He, well, I don't know. This is anyway. I'll not give that guy any attention, but whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Some fucking weird people out there. But, yeah,
0: we're not going to have an outro song tonight just because I don't feel like having to edit all this stuff. There's, <laughs> I mean, unless Ed wants to send me a song, I guess I got throw one on there from his band. But, uh, nah.
1: Also, I guess I forgot to mention that, like, before we go, like, we're basically we're gonna have a new sound because Josh does not sing clean vocals at all, and at this point, I didn't care. It was just like, well, whatever. You know, there's been bands that go opposite, and there's been bands that go the other way. Like let's say Vale of Maya, they got a clean singer. I feel like that affected the music a lot more. In like my a good way. I said, I like them a little bit better. What What is you singing? I I, I mean. It's not as chaotic as it used to be, man. That's I'm not. That's not I mean, I it's, still love it. It's personal preference. It is, but like sometimes, like it doesn't matter. Like I think we're in a society now where like dirty vocals, it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter if there's no clean singing, you know. Like so that's going to be a little bit different with our sound. Everybody's like, well, what about the other songs? We're with the clean singing, and well, he's just going to scream them. I mean, it's... You know, unless one of us, like, decides they want to sing and play, then it's just going to be a new formatted sound, and hopefully people dig it more. I don't know. I think, I I don't think we can really fail. I was never a
0: fan of the clean singing. I've been vocal about that for four years.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, I've heard many, to be honest, like, I've heard that several times now, now that that individual's not there that they didn't really like the clean singing either and i'm like well i wish so you know that's one of those things well why didn't you tell me before but then what could i say hey man don't do that you know it's like no i mean it it means a lot it's hard to hear that sometimes i'm just uh, an asshole (laughs) i don't well no, i'm not saying you're an asshole like i've heard it several times that like i wasn't a fan of the clean singing to be honest so i'm like oh i mean you can't make anybody happy so at this point if you're just going to be like a s- screaming, growling band, I think nobody cares. <laughs> like, I don't like the screaming. You mean that's like every band? <laughs> no. Anyway, just want to put that tidbit before I leave. So, it's all good. Yeah. But we're going to
0: wrap this up now. So, before we do, if you want to be on the new and improved Dark Side of the Scene Season 2, what do they got to do
1: with? reach out for Brandon at darkside or reach me and I'll give you this email address. I feel like, I wonder if like, they just don't want to do it. It's like if they reach me, then they're like, why do I have to reach this other guy? You sent people, you sent them the
0: email. The reason they need to email me is because I'm the one that has all the schedule and I'm the one that does the main recording and all the editing. So if you know, Ed, you tell Ed you want to come on the show. He's going to tell you to talk to me. That way, I can put it in the schedule. That's all. Yeah, that's
1: that's that's a, that's a PSA right there. It's not like I don't want to like have you on. It's just he does the scheduling and he gives you a little calendar so that you know when you go. So he don't, I don't have to remind you. You get sent emails. So that's why I send them to him, not because, and I don't want to talk to you. What what we've done in the past is we have a f- waiver.
0: This waiver is a legal document that says you will not. Sue us for using your recording of your vocals, because when we're having an interview, you're basically giving us permission to come on our show. But what that also does is when someone comes on the show and wants to say negative things about other things,
1: we are not liable for that. It well, yeah, goes back to, that goes back to the, what the beginning session, the first. So session anyone listening that again,
0: wants to think that they know more than what they know. We have documentations that show that we are not liable for what people say and we're not. So again, when I ask you to come on the show, or if you ask to come on the show or you ask Ed, he's going to send you to me. I'm going to send you a waiver form and I will not book you unless you fill out that waiver. Yep. And if that's a problem, then you probably won't be on dark side of the scene. Sure, but on that note, we're going to end this one on a high one. Happy Halloween, everyone. Spooky season is here. We'll see (laughs) you.
1: I tried to do my Dracula and I ah, ah, coughed, sir. Yes. Yeah. We want to interview you.
0: Yes. (laughs) But on that note, we will see you after the holidays. Good night. Good night.